Hello, welcome back to the Be Unbound podcast. This is Abraham Chen with my co-host, David Rethemeyer. This is the first episode of season four here on the podcast, episode 66. This is an episode of Unbound Talks where we go over with staff a lot of uh, the current events and the situations around education that we are looking at. So, David, tell us about uh, what we're kicking off here with this season. We have a very interesting conversation, and I would love to Yeah, hear absolutely. So, in the past, what we have focused on a lot in Unbound Talks is just the external educational landscape and how we as Unbound look at things differently. And over the next few episodes of Unbound Talks, we're going to be especially focusing on, all right, there are problems with our current educational system. How do we suggest, how should we be looking at ways to approach education differently? And so over the next five episodes, over the next few weeks of Unbound Talks, we're going to be looking at a model called Ask understand, do, live, that uh, we as an Unbound team have been developing over the past uh, well over a year and really encapsulates how we look at education differently and allows students to use their education. So this episode is just going to be an introduction to that concept and will hopefully give you a little bit of background as in the rest of the series, we dive into each component of this concept. Speaking of live, I'm excited to hear this. Let's jump right into this conversation. Please enjoy the show. All right. Well, thank you guys, as always, for taking the time to join us and uh, join us for having a conversation with the Unbound staff uh, about our insights into education. And uh, if you know anything at all about Unbound, uh, one of our biggest principles is that we want students to be able to learn how to use their education. So Jonathan, I'd like to start by hearing from you and Jason Victoria, if you'd like to jump in afterwards as to why do you believe it's so important for students to be able to learn how to effectively use their communicate, use their education, excuse me. Well, I think we've got this interesting little cultural thing happening where we've definitely convinced ourselves that education is important. Um, but along the way, we sort of forgot to ask what education is for. And so the result is, is that we find an educational process and an educational outcome that's often highly disconnected from the reality that we all live in. And so I think one of the things we're really passionate about in Unbound is we're passionate about education. Uh, we, we believe education isn't of, of itself is a good thing. Uh, we come from faith backgrounds and we as Christians believe that education is sort of the roof over Christianity's head, right? Uh, we were given a revealed word from God to understand that you must be educated, literate. And then, you know, if you've ever read the Bible, it's full of poetry and narrative and literature and, and prophecy and prophets and all this kinds of stuff. And it takes some sophistication and some educational chops to be able to work your way through that. So being educated isn't really optional. Uh, it's it's kind of a core human thing from our standpoint. We also believe that we're made in the image of God, and God was obviously a pretty educated being because he created everything. And so all those things sort of flow naturally out of us being really caring a lot about education. But we're also people that believe that we're supposed to build the kingdom, right? That means that we do things, we accomplish things. We're made in the image of God, and it was a creative God, so we're to create things and create value and make things. And so that education ought to connect to reality in some fashion. And I think we see today that education more and more is disconnected from reality. So we're pretty passionate about reconnecting those things. And so we ask all the time, 
what is education for? In fact, we had a motto that many of us uh, spent some time thinking about years ago called live deliberately, right? Which is just to say that, you know, it's not just existing. It's not just breathing. It's sort of thinking and being deliberate about what we're doing, about where we're going. And that certainly applies to education. So we're really passionate about making sure that, yes, people are educated, but that they know what the education's for and then it's connected to reality so that it's useful for something. Awesome. So something that we are going to be diving into for the next few episodes for this episode and the four following is sort of a framework of a understanding how to use your education that we call ask, understand, do and live. And I want to give you guys the opportunity to break down each parts of those. And the following episodes, we are going to be dedicating a full episode to each one of those. But for this one, we will just have each of you guys give an overview of what that concept talks about. So Jonathan, we'll start with you with talking about ask. Yeah, so first it might be helpful to just go a little bit through why we came up with this kind of framework. And uh, just to make it make sense here, this is a framework that we construct the Unbound educational programs around. Um, but it's a framework that we think sort of transcends Unbound. So you may be interested in Unbound. This will be helpful from that standpoint. But if you're not, I would still submit to you that this is a pretty helpful educational framework to think of when you're assessing your options and when you're looking at the kinds of things that you're going to do for education um, and see, do they answer these kinds of questions? There's some questions inside this framework that I think should be answered in order for your education to actually be practical. Now, one of the things that's really helpful to know is that we didn't just sort of sit around, dream this up and come up with it like some sort of ivory tower exercise. This actually came out of all of our experience with higher education um, over the last, especially the last decade, uh, in my case, a little bit longer, and we had a ringside seat to watching some non-traditional education process, processes play out, as well as some traditional ones. Particularly, we watched the homeschool movement and as it matured and changed and adapted and, and adjusted. And then we're kind of looking at those things and we were seeing, and in my case, I was seeing both sides. I was seeing a lot of people come through traditional educational processes, a lot of people come through non-traditional, both at the elementary, secondary, and eventually higher education levels. And there was a definite difference in terms of outcomes. And then I was watching uh, one group of students have really superior outcomes. Their education really was practical and really did make a difference. And so we sort of sat down as a team um, over the last really year, maybe year and a half, and just kind of looked at that and said, okay, what are the things that happened and how did that all kind of play out? And what was what were the common threads? Like what, what were the, you know, we, we see the, the good outcomes here. We see some bad outcomes over there. What was the common thread in the good outcomes? What was the common thread in the bad outcomes? And could we systematize those in a way that we could then ask questions and sort of look and see if those are the same, you know, if we could replicate those in a, in a fairly um, consistent manner. So that's the genesis. That was the kind of background of this framework. So we start with this, and this is something if you've listened to the podcast for a little bit, you've heard me talk about at length. I'm actually quite passionate about this, um, and that is that we have an educational process that was built on an answers-based paradigm where it was very important to know the answer because getting more information was extremely expensive and complicated. And so that was a really important thing for people to understand, and the more answers you had, uh, the less you had to go through that information-seeking process and the bigger the advantage that was on the practical side of things. We don't live in that world anymore. And that's hard for a lot of people to sort of recognize and see because that's a fundamental change. And yet we're dealing with systems, particularly educational systems that all presuppose an answers-based paradigm. I would submit that we live in a questions-based paradigm 
where we have almost instant access to all the information we could possibly need. That's the change that technology has brought. And so now what is much more important than having knowledge is having the ability to use knowledge. And that is prefaced on questions, not on answers. Um, and in fact, we go so far as to say, tell our students, uh, look, you know, you should ask a question in order for it to provide an answer and an answer then provides you a better spot to ask a better question. Now, we actually think this attaches to some of our faith uh, background as well in the sense that we believe that there's such a thing as ultimate truth and ultimate right and wrong. But we also believe that we, we serve an infinite God. And therefore, as, as mere mortals, we're not going to fully comprehend and understand God. So if we're in an answers-based paradigm, we have the temptation, um, even as people of faith, to say, oh, I know all there is. Right. And if you're a person of faith, you know that many times you might have got to that place and all of a sudden realize that you're just the tip of the iceberg and there's lots that you don't know. Um, and so we actually think this is a great attitude to have you know, if it comes to our faith, that every time we come to an answer, we stand there and say, OK, I understand this. Now, that allows me a better question, allows me to ask a better question so I can learn more about God and more about my faith. Well, I think that also applies to the world that we live in, right? Being able to ask good questions and then stand on those answers and ask better questions leads you to deeper, deeper understanding. But it also sets up something we call uh, QEMCI, which stands for Quickly and Effectively Mastering Complicated Information, which we believe is the heart of the educational process now. So if the old educational process, the heart was an answers-based paradigm, so the more answers you knew, the better. So the best way to teach you to know answers was the best educational process. We think today's educational paradigm looks more like the best way to teach you how to ask questions and then to use information. And at heart, that is a coaching style approach to education, which is really focused very much on questions. Um, and it is combined with this idea that quickly and effectively mastering complicated information is the heart of what an educational process should do. In other words, your ability to learn uh, is the real heart of an educational process. And if you can teach somebody how to effectively learn, which at heart is how to teach them how to effectively ask questions and apply their answers to ask better questions, now you've given somebody an educational foundation that is both practical and enriching and deep and will help them in all aspects of their life as they move forward into whatever comes next. And that's really the heart of the kind of ask philosophy. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, just about anybody listening would really appreciate that kind of education throughout their life and for future generations. So moving on to the next part to understand, uh, Jace, could you break that down for us? Yeah. So David, at the heart of the understand idea or philosophy here um, in terms of using your education and, and having an education that you can use is the idea of context. Um, we all live in the context of something. And specifically, we live in the context of a story. Um, now, different people live in the context of different stories. Um, but that key of, of living in the context of something um, is something that we all experience. And so in order to use your education, use the knowledge that you've gained, use the questions that you've been able to ask, um, use the skills that you've been able to learn and develop, use all that stuff, you really need to know um, the context that you're living in and the implications that that has. And so when we talk about understanding and how important that is to, to develop an education that you can use, we're talking about um, understanding the story and the context of where you are and what implications that has for how you use the education, the skills, the knowledge and all that. Specifically, um, for, for us as, as Christians and from our faith background, you know, we look at the Bible and we say, you know, the Bible is, is a, is a book that provides the context for our lives. It, it tells us why we're here. It tells us where we're going. It tells us how we should live while we're here on earth and, 
And it provides the context for our actions, our attitudes, our thoughts, our, our lives. Now, students may come um, to Un Unbound and participate in our programs and courses and whatnot and not have that conviction that the Bible has that kind of authoritative place in their life. But we, we see the value in learning and understanding how to study stories and particularly the Bible to provide context because, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's January right now as we're recording this, a lot of people are, are in Genesis, right? A lot of Christians are probably reading in Genesis as they're making their way through the Bible. Genesis is a, is a book that was written, you know, years and years ago, centuries ago, and yet it still holds context for our lives today. And so part of what we desire with our programs and courses and the way that we approach education at Unbound is to say, you know, we may not necessarily teach the theology of Genesis or tell students, you know, based on Genesis, this is what you should do with your life. And these are the decisions you should make. And this is, you know, what you should do. But instead, we want to say, let's look at Genesis and see how we can find context, how you can find context for your life based on this book that um, was written centuries ago. And, and you know, we could we could apply that same model to, you know, really any book, you know, the Odyssey or, you know, the Iliad or any, any sort of ancient literature or even non-ancient literature. The idea that the stories that we tell ourselves, the stories that we write and read provide context and meaning to our actions. And so in order for us to develop an education that we can actually put to use in our lives, we need to be able to develop the skill of finding and building that context from stories. And so based on our faith background, we we use the Bible um, and, and as kind of a a big story in our lives that we can find context in. But regardless of whether it's the Bible or not, being able to understand context and the story that you're in is, is super important. And that's why we've incorporated that idea of understand into things like the Navigate course and our Ascend program and, and other different programs and courses that we offer. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic. But uh, now, Victoria, I'd like to ask you, following up on asking questions and understanding context, what do we do with all of this? Do is actually my favorite part of this uh, four-step model. So I'm pretty excited about this because the previous steps matter deeply, but without this piece, they are irrelevant to our lives. They're not helpful. It's not actionable. And so we have to be able to ask really great questions. And that's how we figure out the gap between where we are, where we need to be. That's how we figure out the context and, and the understanding piece that Jace was talking about. Um, so you have to lay that foundation. You have to build the context uh, for your decisions, for your life. And that applies to school. It applies to work. It applies to parenting. It applies to basically any section of life that you want to, to take a look at. But none of those you know, answers and none of the questions we ask and none of the understanding or the context that we gain really matters unless it boils down to action. Knowledge is is not worth much without the doing piece. And I think this is one of the reasons that, you know, philosophy as a as a field of study tends to get a bad rap, uh, at least colloquially, just because it epitomizes for many people the idea of studying and thinking without actually doing something out of it. As we gain wisdom, like Jace was talking about, we have to do something with that. And that means having a mindset of action and not just taking in information that we don't actually do something with. In Unbound, the, the do part of this is epitomized by our emphasis in project-based education. So we want students to be able to take what they're learning and actually do something with it in the real world. That means 
practicing, that means accepting an attitude of, I'm going to have to get my hands dirty. I'm going to have to wrestle with this and learn there's a, and maybe apprentice uh, type period for almost all of us in wrestling with these different uh, elements and trying to learn how to live effectively. And that's okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay to get your hands dirty and try and figure this out. Um, but as you, as we learn, as we practice these principles, we get better and better at doing that. And we can live those things out in the church. We can live those different things out in the home. We can live those different things out in the workplace. Um, and ultimately that's where we start bringing actual value to the lives of the people around us and actually making a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've asked We've understood. We've started to do some things. Jonathan, we'll circle back to you and talk about live, the final part of this. Certainly, you now can quickly and effectively master complicated information. You have an educational uh, foundation. You, you are you know, schooled in being able to ask good questions. Uh, you understand the context that you live in, uh, the context that our culture and our world lives in. Uh, you understand something about story, and uh, you see your life and maybe in the context of story, which we think is a really helpful um, perspective to be able to make sense of your life and also to bring in purpose to your life. Yeah, you're into project-based education, and so you are able to apply your education so you actually are connecting it to real life. Um, but then it's left with this idea of, you know, what happens? Uh, is, is that it? Is it just about education? When I was working for the college, the president of our college, a uh, guy by the name of Philip uh, C. Stone, uh, used to say frequently, I heard him say this hundreds and hundreds of times at open houses and things like that. And uh, he was a he was a great fan of Germany. He, he would uh, vacation Germany every summer. I uh, spoke fluent German. He had a had property over there. And so he would go over to uh, that part of the world and had a lot of background there. But so he was a student of the country as well. And he'd say in the early part of the 20th century, the Germans were the most educated country and culture on the face of the planet. And that had a bad end in that story. And he'd say it very soberly. And it was a sober statement, right? And the point was, and he would follow up and say, education cannot be everything. That, that cannot be the end of it. Education has to come in the context of something else. Uh, we're getting ready uh, as we record this next week. We'll go to our event called Basecamp. Uh, at that at Basecamp, we will talk about time and tasks. So we'll teach students about basic time management skills, basic task management skills, and then we'll finish up with relationships. And that's an odd combination, right? Time, tasks, and relationships. But I will start the relationship presentation with this line. I will say time and tasks only make sense in the context of relationships. And, and that is really the heart of what we're saying with this live part. In other words, your education only makes sense in the context of relationships. Your life only makes sense in the context of relationship. Coming back to as people of faith, we believe our lives only make sense in the context of relationship with the one who made us and the ultimately the one who saved us. Uh, we also believe that that faith calls us to have, above everything else, to have a relationship with other people. Um, we quote frequently from C.S. Lewis, you've never met a mere mortal. And we talk a lot about the Imago Dei being made in the image of God. And so ultimately, all those things mean that an education has to prepare you, uh, give you context for, give you skills for, give you understanding and perspective on, and teach you the principles about life and living. And life and living has to do with other people. It has to do with relationships. But it also has to do with rest, and it has to do with worship and being able to understand you know, big questions in life and all those things. And that's where the live part comes in. And we just feel like it unbounded if we neglect that. If, if we just say, oh, you figure it out that, you know, we've given somebody a really nice set of power tools, but we haven't taught them how to, how to use them. Um, we've given people, uh, you know, a great big set of books, but they haven't learned how to read. Uh, and so that last part is really important. 
Now, for us in Unbound, that happens in the context of relationships. We go to events like Basecamp and Capstone and Apex, and we actually have an intense community time with people and we interact with each other. Um, we have a lot of communication outside of that, and the internet affords and technology affords us the ability to do that. Um, but no matter what, uh, we tell our students, look, this education, it becomes useful. It becomes actualized. It makes a difference when you apply it in your community. And for us, again, as people of faith, particularly when we apply that through your local church. Um, when you are, are somebody who can use your education to make a difference in your local church and by extension in your community, uh, starting directly with the people closest to you, so often your families, when, when that connection is made, that's when your education matters. That's when it's useful. That's when it makes a difference in the world. And that's when it's worth it. Um, and so if you, don't, if you don't get the live part, then the first three uh, they're, they're not particularly useful or if they, or in fact, not only are they not particularly useful, they could be in fact dangerous. If you come back to the German example. Awesome. Well, thank you each of you for, uh, giving us a more in-depth look at that. Uh, I'm going to try to take a stab at sort of bringing all that together in about two minutes or less. So we have ask, understand, do, and live. Uh, ask is the concept of rather than trying to fill your head full of all the possible answers that you may need, instead looking at how to ask better questions to be able to quickly and effectively master complicated information. So you can ask better questions, but you have to be able to understand what you learn once you find an answer to those questions. You have to be able to contextualize it within the story that you're in and within the story that others may be in as well. And you can ask, you can understand, but all of that has to lead into doing something, into action, to be able to actually take those things, live them out in practical ways. But all of those practical ways could manifest themselves in a variety of ways. But if you're not doing it in a way that connects back to community, back to relationships, then all of those things could be for basically not much use. Does that sound like a pretty good summary of what you guys talked about? I think that's a great summary, David. Yeah, it's very good. And, and I, I think to end a note of hope, here's what we, you see so many times the person who's tremendously successful by standards that become rich, famous, and powerful and leaves a really, really empty life. Um, or you find somebody who's incredibly accomplished in terms of you know, lots of letters behind their name and lots of degrees and stuff like that. And then they suffer some crisis in midlife uh, because they just no longer know what they're living for. You know, th those, those are a little bit of a cultural joke, but they're serious stuff. Like that, that, that's real hurt and real pain and real confusion that happens out there. And it's a pattern. It's, you know, it's so common that when I say it, everybody goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich people are never happy. Oh, yeah. Successful people have to give something up. We don't we don't believe that. Right. I mean, we believe that there's a reason that those things happen. Um, or, you know, you go to the other end of the spectrum and you see people that are hopeless and despair because they feel like they have no options and stuff like that. Um, and so what happens is, you know, you see people one end of the spectrum saying, I have no options. Education will fix that. They get educated, but they don't actually understand how to use it in a way that is fulfilling. Uh, so, yeah, they got a better job, but now they're just emptier faster. You know, sometimes it happens. And so I guess the point that we really want to try to make here is that, that we've got a holistic approach here. Um, and, and we want to really ask questions and think about this as we go through the same process ourselves. Uh, to say that, no, education should be more than that. We can't just stop there. That if we're going to prepare young people, if they're going to come to us and enroll in our program and graduate the other side with our certificates and on their way to earning their fully accredited degrees and those kinds of things, in order for us to feel good about that, we need to prepare them with more than just some knowledge and more than just some credentials. We need to prepare them with this kind of unique understanding um, of, of the context of what they live in and uh, what they're living for. 
And if we do that, uh, then ultimately they can figure out the rest um, pretty easy. But if we fail to do that, then no matter how much accomplishment they have, the result is a lot of emptiness. And uh, we're pretty passionate about the fact that we're anti-emptiness people. <laughs> we're looking for a full life, a rich life. Um, and that's that's the end goal. So great summary, David. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for adding that note of hope as well. And so as I mentioned, uh, each of those parts that we just talked about, are, we are going to be spending uh, a full episode diving into in more detail in the coming few episodes. But as we close out this introductory episode, uh, I'd like to hear one thing from each of you uh, as far as what you hope a listener will take away from listening through this full series. Uh, Jace, we'll start with you. What do you hope someone will take away from this? Yeah, I hope um, kind of like what Jonathan just mentioned that, you know, as you're listening to this series that you will be able to see the end goal of all the knowledge and all the skill and all of the ability that we all naturally try to grow in. It's good to always be growing, um, but if there's never any end goal for that growth, um, it can lead to places like uh, that Jonathan talked about, you know, just kind of kind of this emptiness and this, this almost desperate kind of desperation um, that, you know, I always have to be doing better and I always have to be doing this and more money or more degrees or whatever it is. A lot of us can can kind of look the other way and say, well, that's not really a, a danger for me. I know what I'm doing. Um, but at the end of the day, if we don't really know what to use our knowledge or our skill or our money or anything like that uh, for, then we're going to, we're going to end up in that place. And so as you listen to this series, my, my hope for you would just be that the knowledge and the skill and the, and the work you're doing now to grow personally or professionally or growing your education, taking your classes, whatever it is, that these podcast episodes, you know, over the next few weeks and months would help you to put that to good use, to make sure that you, as you, as you walk through life, you're on the right road. So that's, that's kind of my hope. What about you, Victoria? I would hope that this podcast series is an encouragement to you that you would feel confident in applying this model to whichever area of life you want, but that it would help you to be able to take responsibility in that particular area and really take ownership of that area. So this, this model is a great tool to use in taking responsibility for something. So, you know, if you're applying this to your education, that you would really be able to own that, that ownership and, and responsibility piece is so key for success, whatever you're doing. That's the difference between just existing in something and just getting by versus really thriving in it and, and getting the most out of it. And that's true whether you're in school or whether you're in, in work or, or the home or anything that you're applying this to. So my hope for this, this series is just that you would feel really well equipped and confident to be able to take ownership of whatever it is you're applying this to um, and get the most out of it. I think for me, David, I, I would hope out of this series is that here, here's some here's something core that we believe. We believe there's principles that are true no matter what. They're like gravity. There's a principle of gravity, right? You may not believe in gravity, but it works anyhow. Um, and we think that, that, that God has built principles like that in uh, all place, kinds of places in the world. And we think one of our jobs is to uh, kind of understand, expose, uh, reveal, explain principles when it comes to education. Uh, now, to be clear, we don't think that we know all the answers there. Uh, we think that's an ongoing process, uh, an infinite God. We're, we're mortal people. And so, uh, you know, we're only going to get some imperfect understanding, but we do think that there are principles. And so my summary would be, I hope we give you perspective, right? I hope that we're able to, uh, perspective is all about, you know, when you adjust the angle that you're looking at this principle just enough, you go, oh, now I understand 
And I see what that is. You know, I was looking at it before and I didn't quite grasp it. Now I shifted my perspective a couple of degrees and now, now it makes sense. Now the context makes sense. And uh, that's our job. That's what, that's our whole job at Unbound. That's what we do every day. Uh, that's what we want to do with this podcast. And that's what we want to do is we kind of explain these, this framework to you. Uh, we want to, you know, this framework is a model that we had hope enables you to see some principles of education. And we hope that these podcasts give you a perspective on this principle so that you're able, better able to understand them. And then you can apply them in whatever context makes sense to apply them in your life. Uh, certainly fantastic if you want to use Unbound as an ally in doing that. Uh, but that's not really the point. The point is that you get perspective to see these principles and you're able to apply them in your life in whatever context that makes sense. In. Well, thank you, uh, Jonathan, Jace, and Victoria, all three of you for your super valuable input. And I am very much looking forward to the following episodes and the rest of this series. So please join us next time. So thank you, David, for hosting that conversation. It was really good to hear, of course, from Jonathan Brush, as well as Victoria and Jace about this concept. And I'm excited to see how this develops over this year. Uh, I think these are concepts that we've heard about uh, in the education space, whether as educators or students, but it really is about the practical application, uh, especially as we continue to move on in uh, the world today that I find very interesting. Well, David, on this episode, um, you talked about Ascend a little bit about the program for college that we Unbound run. Tell us a little bit more about Ascend. Yeah, absolutely. So the Ascend program is our main college level higher education program that, uh, as you could imagine from just hearing about this episode, uh, takes a very, very different approach to learning than any other sort of traditional higher education. Uh, the Ascend program helps students to get on the right path for their future by preparing them for real world impact through core skills, resume worthy experience and community professional network. And so if you want to find out more about all of that, uh, you can visit our website at beunbound.us slash ascend to learn more and see what we have to offer. The website is also a good source of information and other resources. If you are interested in the program and want to see what things are like or whether Unbound students are doing, check out the Be Unbound YouTube channel. You can find links on the website or go ahead on YouTube, search up Be Unbound, B-E Unbound. Hope to see you on the YouTube channel. But for those of you listening to this episode, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, tuning in. And we're very excited that you are here joining us for season four. Hopefully you'll be around. I am very excited for all the episodes to come. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, join us next week for an episode of Unbound Pursuits, where we're going to be sitting down with uh, several Unbound students who have chosen a particular career path. And we're going to be hearing from them and some of their experiences, both in Unbound and in the career that they're pursuing. So please join us next week. Thank you for listening to this episode. And as always, be Unbound.